This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. It's Wednesday, March 15th. Former Clayton County Sheriff Victor Hill was sentenced to 18 months in prison on Tuesday, five months after he was convicted of violating the civil rights of detainees in a facility he once called Georgia's toughest paramilitary jail. Hill, whose reputation as a tough-as-nails lawman became so widely known that the creators of Grand Theft Auto video game franchise added a squad car in his name, will also be required to serve six years of probation upon release and will not be permitted to participate in any paid law enforcement activities. He must also complete 100 hours of community service after he leaves prison. The sentence closes a chapter on Hill, who continues to enjoy popularity in Clayton County despite his conviction. Many Clayton residents, several of whom sent letters to Ross pleading for leniency, say he is the best sheriff the county has had and decried the federal investigation into him. Detractors, however, portray him as a wannabe dictator whose antics have deterred economic development in the county for two decades. Meanwhile, money talks, loudly, and cash has increasingly been the language of home buying in metro Atlanta as 53% of purchases last year were done in cash. According to property data provider Adam, that's more than double the share of purchases in cash recorded two years earlier. Deep-pocketed individuals make up the bulk of those cash buyers, but Wall Street makes up a big chunk too. Investment firms made up more than a third of all cash purchases, or one in five overall home purchases in the Atlanta area last year. Among the metros tracked by Adam, Atlanta ranked highest for investor buying and ninth highest for cash. In February, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution published American Dream for Rent, an investigative series that found large investment firms have acquired tens of thousands of homes across the region and converted them to rentals and found that Wall Street investors are pushing home ownership out of reach for many first-time buyers. For more on this story, head to AJC.com. Up next, a few weeks ago, Governor Brian Kemp talked a surprise into his spending proposal for the upcoming fiscal year, a budget item that would boost funding for the HOPE Scholarship, and at least temporarily end the two-tier award system that many lawmakers long hope to eliminate. The plan won plaudits from Democrats who otherwise oppose Kemp's agenda, pledges of support from GOP lawmakers, and hurrahs from student groups. But now the extra funding is at the center of a rift over higher education policy. The Georgia House voted for a version of the budget last week that rejected Kemp's proposal to fund the scholarships at 100% of tuition. Instead, it would boost the awards from 90% to 95% and reserve full funding to a smaller group of high-achieving students. House leaders say it gives students an extra incentive to strive for the Zell Miller Scholarship, which requires recipients to maintain a 3.7 grade point average and score at least a 1,200 on their SAT test. And the Georgia Senate on Tax Break Tuesday gave final approval to a $1 billion income tax rebate similar to the one the state sent out last year. The income tax measure, which would mean rebates to millions of Georgians this spring, was one of four tax measures the Senate took up Tuesday. The income tax rebate passed the Senate 46-7. to 7. The House backed the tax break in February and now heads to Governor Brian Kemp's desk for his signature. The vote came a day after Kemp announced that he had signed a mid-year state budget that includes a separate $1 billion property tax rebate. After all the bills were paid and agencies returned leftover funds, the state's surplus for fiscal 2022, which ended June 30th, was a record $6.6 billion. Spoken Layer